You're listening to Being Better with Jennifer Powers. You're good. Let Jennifer help you be better. Welcome to the show, everyone, and uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, this is Mark here. Uh, nice to be ignored. Uh, <laughs> 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 we started recording a, a, a few minutes ago, and I was like, Jen, where's your coffee? <laughs> She's like, why? I'm like, just get the coffee. Because I started on the first take. I started with um, the doldrum blues of winter. <laughs> I'm like, that's not going to You're like, work. how are you? I'm like, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't fail. I'm like, perhaps the listeners would like a bit more of an uplifting <laughs> picture painted for them. <laughs> yeah, so now I have my coffee and it almost spewed out my nose. Have you ever spewed coffee out of your nose? No, but I've spewed chili out of my nose, and it burns. You've never spewed chili out your nose. Yeah, it was just a little bit of chili. I know I'm getting all personal. I don't need to be telling people. <laughs> when, uh, when I first met Jen, she introduced me to the show Family Guy. Oh, Do you yeah, remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were eating pho soup. Vietnamese soup, And yeah. I did spew pho out my nose. It literally came out of your nose. You had like a noodle hanging out your left <laughs> nostril. <laughs> It was so great. So painful. And I felt so proud because I was the one to introduce <laughs> yeah. the thing yeah. that made you spew. If you can make somebody laugh that hard, it's epic. You're not a huge spewer. I was so proud because like it was like that Michael Scott, you don't know that scene where he's in- From the office? Yeah, from the office where he's at the bar and he's like, I made the man- uh, laugh who made a thousand men laugh or <laughs> right, something like, like he's that. the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took total credit. Great, great quote, by the way. Um, I miss The Office. I haven't been able to get my fix. I'm sure you people out there, you know what I'm talking about. Those that um, felt it yanked out from under them from on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I miss it. It was such a huge part of my life. And now I don't have it. I was looking for a sound that might go well with that from yeah. the sound machine. But, I see. Uh, you failed. See. Fail. <laughs> fail. Fail, fail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Done. It's, all <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, been done, honey. Sound machine. Put it why to hath, bed. Why hath thou forsaken me? <laughs> <laughs> you take a drink of coffee over there. there. Don't singe yourself and don't you know spew anything. So <sighs> my mom used to do that. I used to hate that, but now when I d now I do it. She used to every morning. She'd take a sip and she'd go. Why what is that? that? Why do you hate that? Well, because listen to it. Wouldn't you hate if I did that every morning? <laughs> I'd like stick it. a knife in my I eye. Guess. Let's not test it. <laughs> Let's just not <laughs> test it. I have a feeling you're like going to prove your point through the next two months. All right, go. All what right. do you got? Hey, uh, Being Better with Jennifer Powers voted the number one podcast by soot-covered child coal miners. Oh, God, that is so annoying. How's that inappropriate? Child coal, mine, coal those, miners. There's some of those tunnels that are too small for Honey, adults live to walk through. In okay? a very, very sensitive world right now. We can't put <laughs> children and labor in the same sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Going with the that's winner. That's the only one you can see that your finger is on. Because <laughs> you can't use icons glasses. The buttons so. are too small. I can't see what. <laughs> We're going to have to make you a big chart. No, that's funny. All right. Okay, it's over. Um, All right. The good old days when you could work your children. Yeah. I mean, that's why people had children. 
Now we right. have them to like leave a legacy or yeah. feel good about ourselves That's or something. Right. No, we had them to till the land. Yeah. Sow the seeds. Yeah. Pick the wheat. Now I'm afraid to ask my kid to lift his leg while I vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> true it's very funny but it's also very true yeah i i i believe in hard work and kids and i was a part of that generation 70s um where we were just told to work oh just yeah go out rake the leaves go out sweep the porch go out scrub the sidewalk you know my wow. grandmother in philly scrub the sidewalk she would scrub the sidewalk and i would help her mm-hmm. well sounds like the golden years for you that's when women were women and they 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 knew how to scrub a good sidewalk you know what i mean all right okay Uh, betty frieden over there um (laughs) (laughs) well listen um here's you want to hear my theory on that with what's happened with kids and i'm part of it i'm absolutely part of it i'd love to hear your theory would you really i really would yeah well like when our parents they had these horrible parents of theirs, but they there was this sense of duty, and they stuck by them, and they would still mm. be treated horribly. But our parents, when they treated us terribly, mm. we were like, "See you later, alligator." Mm. You know, we wouldn't put up with it. True. Many of us. I mean, some people do. It's true. And I think, but but as we're doing it, we realize that our kids could do the same thing to us they could be like see you later loser you know you can't make me do that or treat me horribly right i'll bolt right Mm -hmm. and so we are like so overcompensating now because we're terrified that our kids are going to want nothing to do with us now we are just wanting to be their buddies and we want Mm. to do everything for them and we 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 believe that if we do then they'll not want to like shove us in a home when we're older or, or uh, yeah. have nothing to do with us. I think you hit it on the head. Yeah? Yeah, I think that's it. Did, it. did you read, you should write uh, an article about that for psychology today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're <laughs> hungry for my articles. No, I, that sounds like something that, hey, if there's any sociologists or psychologists out of there, uh, out there, please confirm that Mark's theory holds <laughs> some sort of water because I think it's true. I mean, I'm not a parent, but if I was, I mean, I speak a lot of smack when it comes to parenting. Sure. But I don't. I have no room right. to speak because I have no kids. But you can relate to having a mother that was narcissistic that you eventually were like, you know what? I'm not going to be damaged oh, by yeah. you. So yeah. at least to that up to that part of my story, you can really relate. But yes, I can. But here's my thing: like, is asking your child to do things around the house narcissistic? No, I think there's a middle ground. Right. I think it's I'm going to teach you you know, good uh, work ethic and responsibility and contribution and community and right. values uh, without being a complete jerk bag. Yeah, and I think you're right. And you, and you said one time, I think kids, they want to help sometimes and we're almost not letting them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're denying them and they're like, uh, yeah. They want to, they want to kick in, whatever. Yeah, I, I visited a, an a old friend from high school um, years ago, I went back to New Jersey for a reunion and she had two teenage girls. They were like 13 and 15. And I remember I stayed with her overnight. And so I could like witness how the dynamic was. Right. And she was a single mom, whatever. And um, sh- not that there's anything wrong with that. I didn't mean to discount wow. that. Wow. <laughs> single moms. <laughs> single moms are very outside. strong, very, very strong people. And um, so I noticed that my friend was waiting on the girls, her daughter's. I mean, hand, hand and, and foot, foot. Right? Yeah, yeah, like she would bring them food to the sofa. And then if they tried to get up and like 
make something they wanted. She'd be like, no, 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 I'll get it. it. I got it. And so one time my friend was in the kitchen. I'm like, what is going on with mommy? Like, what are are you doing? She's like, and one of the girl, the older girl was like, I don't know, but we can't do anything. Oh, really? She's like, she does everything for us. Yeah. And she kind of just like rolled her eyes in frustration. Like I give up trying to feed myself. Let me ask you this. Hmm. How was that friend of yours? What was her relationship with her own mother? Hated her. No way. She called her mom things that I wouldn't even repeat. So she's terrified her kids are going to do the same thing. Uh, Yeah. It proves my theory. I'm going to put put that example in my paper that I'm submitting (laughs) to psychology today. I also have a really good one on why Looney Tunes is uh, the (laughs) model for good. (laughs) Um, Well, there's something to be thought about here. Like, um, parents out there, you are either having a reaction that is very proud and you're patting yourself on the back or you're saying, that's a bunch of crap. These two don't know what they're talking about <laughs> or somewhere in between. Nobody ever says that. Yeah. Which is fine because the important thing is is that you're having some sort of reaction. If you're reacting to what we're saying ever, then you are in self-reflection mode. If you're just pawning it off as rubbish then your ego is driving the bus and you don't have any ability to grow in this moment (laughs) well well, what if their experience doesn't back that up though what if their experience is like well then they're reflecting and they're saying huh is my was my experience like that um how true was that for me oh i see Uh, that's reflection okay whether or not it was true or not it's just the fact that they're reflecting and i think that's the beautiful thing about reflection right if i were to extract uh, uh, an opportunity um, here is like when someone says something that rubs us the wrong way are we quick to like push it off yeah or are we quicker to reflect for example if someone said to me like I remember someone said um, he saw the O shift sticker on my car oh, I think oh. I told this story before it was a gas station attendant right and um, this was a long time ago. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. I just had an O shift sticker on my car. And I remember to this day, the man said he was a gas station attendant that said to me, I don't agree with cursing or cussing or whatever, swearing. He and said I, that as he was pumping. Yeah. Gas into your yeah. Car? Okay. He sure did. And I said, um, thank you. It'll be a uh, premium unleaded, please. <laughs> 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 we live in Oregon, so we don't we don't pump our own gas. But um, so anyway, I said, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "I see your sticker." And I was like, "Oh, that's not a curse word." And he said, "Well, it's close enough." And I don't agree with cursing. And I wow. was like, "Oh, what's that about?" And he's like, "I think it is a uh, disguise for um, stupidity." Uh-oh. When people curse, and he proceeded to explain to me, when people curse, I think they're hiding stupidity. Right. And I was like, whoa, that's really um, odd that you brought this up within the time <laughs> right. that I could get yeah. 16 gallons in my tank. But okay, I'll bite. And so I thought about it because I wasn't, I could have just said, you're an idiot. Like, I love to curse. It's a free world, right? (laughs) Right, right, right. But I didn't. I thought about it. And obviously, I'm still thinking about it today because I like to curse. You people might not know that. But I'm from New Jersey, and I'm Italian, and I love cursing. It colors the language. It makes it Yeah, it just... And and also, I find it gives people permission, you know, to also, if they're so inclined... It also offends a lot of people. Sure. Let's be clear. But it gives people permission to express themselves fully, which is probably why I do it more reason well, than clearly that. you do it in appropriate 
places and situations. Yeah, sometimes too. inappropriately because I want to shake someone up and give them, give them freedom. Yes. You know. Yes. Anyway, um, point is, I thought about that, and I still think about it. And it has that one statement from that man made a difference. Yes. Right. In yes. in the way I think about how I communicate, and if we're not paying attention to these things that people are saying, and we're just getting ruffled by them or pissed off at them, then we're missing boats all over the place. Right. Right. You know. Because right, right. our ego, that's our ego. Our ego is standing up and saying, "Don't listen to that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Sure. You're fine. Right. Yeah. It's too risky to change. It's too hard to change. And if our self was listening, it would go, hmm. Well, is there any truth to that? Yeah. What do I want to take from that? You know. Well, and the real moral of the story is that that man now is the uh, CEO of Chevron. <laughs> so <laughs> I think there's something there. There's a nugget there for all of us. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Okay. I like it. You can learn anywhere from anyone, but you won't if you're not listening or not able to reflect on what's being brought to your attention. Yeah, you could have been all haughty and drove off on your in, in your Dodge Dart. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, who's he to tell me? And I assume this was some time ago. Classic Dodge Dart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 1958 called. They want their Dodge Dart back. What is, what is that well, reference? Know. Is I that even know. a car? It worked. Uh, it worked, I think baby. It's the Geo Metro. You're Geo's after. Great. Yeah. Geo. Geo. It worked. So that is that's the way I would perceive it. What have you recently been um, um, bitch slapped about that maybe gave you pause for reflection? <laughs> well, I'm perfect, so I don't know why you're asking me. Okay, so then I'll ask the people listening okay what maybe are you not hearing that one or two people have said because there's also that thing about patterns like when people say something to you that is like a that you hear more than once sure that can also be something that we can ignore yeah right like we can blame it all on them and right. like they're crazy but um, patterns are really good to look out for. And what are you not hearing or not reflecting on because it just makes you so mad that you can't get there? One of the things, I guess, for me is like getting in other people's shoes and understanding mm. why they might be reacting to me in a way that I'm, I just think that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Does, does that make sense? I mean, like, what mm -hmm. is it that... That you do do this or you should or you want no, to? No, I, I, I don't do this well mm. is to get into their shoes and go, oh, that's probably mm, why, why they're reacting to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I, I guess that's a sort form of self-reflection if you're able to do that. It is. It is. And then there's this also this feeling that you get. Like I get a feeling like when I say something inappropriate and I find myself saying that a lot. Okay. Like I'm, I just say inappropriate things. It's just I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I get this. Don't agree. Look away. Is that a cobweb up there? By golly. I get this feeling in my gut. 
solar plexus area oh. that something j- just happened that wasn't appropriate. Okay. And that was what the do you do? words falling out. I don't know. I kind of like, I, I stew on it and I keep talking. Like the other day I was doing a class and um, I said something inappropriate, like tying <laughs> your baby up in a closet or something. And I was like, oh, did I say baby? I meant dog. And then it just got worse from there. <laughs> and um, I was making a joke, right? Right, right. But either everyone was muted or um, they didn't find it funny. So I mean, no one laughed. And so I immediately thought I offended did someone with a baby All like right. imagine you have a newborn baby and you I'm tie up regularly you're tying no oh. and i'm suggesting you tie it up <laughs> and put it in the closet <laughs> oh, even if that's on. a joke right i, I know but, but it people is, are offended by so great. much it's, yeah um so anyway i get this feeling in my gut that is yeah. a no bueno situation okay. yeah and what do you do with that poop <laughs> that's a different feeling that's you ate too no, many I, I have remorse right uh-huh. i have a little bit i reflect and i have remorse and then i sometimes i wonder why did i say that and mm. then oh, i get bored thinking about the answer <laughs> yeah. and then i just um try, I don't know, it sounds like it. you try to make an adjustment oh well, no i definitely do i definitely do and i um i tr- what i try not to do is try to make up for it or apologize for it okay because one it draws more attention right. to it and that's two true. it makes me look like i don't get to say anything i want you know what I mean? sometimes you got to be bold with your inappropriateness yeah don't you? i mean like, yeah i typically don't apologize for what i said right. unless it was like awful and i called someone this terrible name oh my god does that happen often no Mm-mm. Which is why my apologies are very few and far between. You're looking at me like, right now like you want to. I used to be a huge apologizer. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. God. I apologize for it, everything. It doesn't really help. Unless you feel like you've hurt somebody at the soul level, and it's it's good to be aware of that. Yeah, but even but. then you can say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because as long as you're checking in to see if you really did something out of line or whether they're just easily offended. Right, right, right. right. Um, it's just this really crazy nuance, but I, I, I hung up my apology belt, uh, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> good, good to know. Yeah. Especially since, well, no, I apologize to of you a course, lot, yeah. but, um, mostly out in the world when I'm trying to like maintain a certain sort of, I don't know, integrity in right. my voice. Right. And my thoughts right. and opinions, I, I don't want to apologize. No, I, I, as a, as a teacher, I remember I had a student teacher who was, getting a lot of guff from the class. He's like, mm. maybe if I just take a class and let them air their grievances, mm. then I, I'm like, do not do that. Mm-mm. Once you start that tidal wave, mm. it will never stop. You mm. just go forth boldly, yeah. make your own adjustments, yeah. but don't, yeah, because once you start apologizing, people... They see, they seek, yeah, they see that weakness and oh, then no. there's a way yeah. in. Then they'll want you to apologize for everything you do. Yeah, and we all know the world is full of bullies, so suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this heartwarming message was brought to you by you bullies Folgers you Crystals. Are. Drink another cup. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. should talk about bullying on another podcast because that yeah. thing, uh, uh, that that shit's real. <laughs> Good, <laughs> that's yeah. real, and it ain't pretty. But um, I look, I look, <clears throat> oh, 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 so forward to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sound effects brought to you by Tyco Toys. <laughs> we will um, catch you on the flip side. So here's the takeaway: um, reflect, don't reflect. You have a choice. If you do reflect on what people are sharing with you and about what they see in you or feel about you or experience with you, then there's room for growth. If you don't, well, 
good luck with that. (laughs) 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 There's probably not going to be too much growth. And you get to do that. You get to not have a growth opportunity anytime you want. That's just the message here today. Okay, I like it. All right. Okay. Okay. Until then, folks, don't forget you are so special. As a matter of fact, you're real good. Hey, thanks for listening. Head to jenniferpowers.com to find out all the ways that Jennifer Powers can help you and your organization be better. See you next time. going to be hard to match the rolling over in a big plastic bubble and singing Christmas (laughs) carols. I mean, obviously, that's the best idea. Maybe someone will actually do that. Yeah, share your ideas, and and, uh, that'll be good for... Be a bubble boy. A gander. (laughs) 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 Remember the bubble boy? The bubble boy, yeah. Are you talking from Seinfeld or from the old John Travolta movie? No, John uh, uh, Seinfeld. uh, Of course I do. I love the bubble boy. (laughs)